Hello and welcome to this episode of The Art and Design of Sci-Fi and Fantasy, Mystery and Horror. Today I speak with Peter Kalamis at Shirley 2018. Peter is an uh, Australian-born Canadian actor, voice actor and comedian. Uh, he's best known for his roles as Dr. Adam Brody in Stargate Universe, uh, Goku in Dragon Ball Z, the English version, and Rolf from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Thank you and enjoy. I'm here at Shirley 40 with actor Peter Kalamis. Thank you for speaking with me. Thanks very much for having me. So tell me, how did this journey into acting start? Oh, gosh. Um, I was, I've always been fascinated specifically with, with comedy and, and comedians. And uh, I remember being a kid watching the Carol Burnett show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going back a while, but mm-hmm. the characters and the comedic situations on that were just incredible and amazing to me mm-hmm. uh, and that was probably my first introduction to realizing that making people laugh can can be a good thing and get you good things and mm-hmm. I used to do impressions for my parents and then get them to take me for ice cream <laughs> so that's when I knew that it uh, hey this is going to work out or it could work out not too badly mm-hmm. and then uh, I kind of continued with it in university I I entered a comedy contest and won 10 bucks and then started going to the local comedy club and I was headlining, I headlined within a year mm-hmm. and stand-up and the characters in my stand-up led to commercials and then commercials led to roles and that's kind of that was kind of my trajectory to uh, getting from there to here. As you had success through your career, did it change your process of how you rehearsed or acted or anything like that? Not, not really. I, I, I took acting classes along the way uh, and acting classes are a weird thing some people think you there's one way to do things or there really isn't I think you should examine kind of the different styles of acting and find one that works for you because it's a very personal thing what works for one person will not work for another person mm-hmm. so I think get all the tools of acting figure out a system that works for you and uh, and enjoy it mm-hmm. so now as you do your work um, because you do voice acting too um, is there something special about how you approach the process for me I'll know pretty quickly within a millisecond or two whether I think I'll be able to do do a voice justice a new voice Mm -hmm. because usually they give you a caricature or a drawing of what the character is going to look like in the description Mm -hmm. and I I'll read over the description, but I'm more interested in the immediate visual of what the character looks like. I'll get a voice in my head right away. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't, I'll just say, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. not for me. Somebody else can do a better job of that. Like, they want a big, hulking kind of voice. I can pretend to do that, but that's not me. I don't have that voice. Mm-hmm. Lots of other people do, and they'll do a better job, so most of the time I won't attempt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll look for the ones that I think I can do. So I want to ask about the roles you've had, you, you, the different costumes and props and sets. Yeah. Um, can you tell me how those elements have affected your acting, if at all, or approach to a role? Uh, it, it's amazing that how props can screw up your scene. <laughs> Some of them, the easiest props, like a spoon or something, can cause hell uh, during a scene sometimes. It's stuff in everyday life you don't think about, but when you have to position it somewhere specific during a scene without looking and then reach for it without looking or have it 
fall at a certain time. These things become monumental problems uh, in in simple scenes sometimes. But uh, you just try to make it look natural. It, as weird as and as simplistic as that sounds, it's just here's a bunch of things you need to hold and handle, and you need that to need that to uh, look natural. <laughs> Were there any roles as far as the the design that really stood out to you that you recall vividly? I remember the first day getting on the set of Stargate, and I thought, well, you know, uh, maybe a month down the road they might show me the Stargate. You know? mm-hmm. And first day there, it's like, okay, here you go. Well, we're going to walk into this room, and there it was. It was like, oh, uh-huh. shining, angelic singing. It was like, that's it? Mm-hmm. That's it? It's right there. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it, it was something to see. It was pretty cool. So when you do the uh, the voice acting, I'm not. How much voice acting work have you done? Or uh, a tremendous amount. Okay. Yeah, a tremendous amount. So when you're visualizing in your mind what you're doing, yeah. Are there any uh, sci-fi or fantasy or comic book elements that sort of have inspired visions that you have in your head as you do? Um, it, it really depends on the role, mm-hmm. uh, and like I say, there, I, I I guess I'm more visualist to where I'm going to go with the voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look at a brand new character and a lot of times they don't know what they really want but mm. I'll fire something out and hope that it matches up with what your eye sees and what your ear hears. Mm-hmm. Do you ever use your own props or, or such when you do a voice acting role like to help help you you know, fiddle with maybe? Or? Uh, not props but I'll use relatives and people I've met on the street and five, five, in everyday life I find somebody, somebody interesting I'll log it um, and use it when I can. Mm-hmm. I, I imitated my grandmother once for a show called uh, Class of the Titans, mm-hmm. and they needed a 94-year-old, you know, grandmother, mm-hmm. Greek grandmother. Yeah. And then when I went in for the audition, I was auditioning for these other parts, and they were like, okay, thanks. I said, yeah, I want to read for the grandmother. And they're like, nah, yeah, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I said, no, no, I'm serious. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and then I just launched into, you know, oh, hey, what are you doing? You look so tired. I don't know, lay down. Mm-hmm. And then I got the role. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a Greek background? A is Greek it, background, yeah. So, is there anything in, in Greek culture that has inspired you or, or yeah, motivated I mean, you? Things like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I mean, I, my grandparents and all that came from a very small village and had goats and sheep and mm-hmm. cows. and So, there's an element of Rolf deep in my history, I think, uh, with all the cured meats hanging and the weird recipes and the weird uh, isms that would come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. So I could relate to Rolf. Okay. Have you been to Greece? I have. And yeah. has, have you found anything there that has maybe changed your mindset in any way? Well, the young people of Greece aren't as interesting to me as the older ones. I like, okay. the, I like the older grandparents and mm-hmm. people in small villages that have really neat stories, mm-hmm. stories to tell. Uh, those are the personalities that kind of entertain me the most. So you mentioned the Greek grandmother. Did you meet any people that you were like, wow, you're a great character or something? It happens to me almost every day where I'll meet somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm a kind of a student of uh, personalities and... Uh, and quirky personas. Uh, I look for them all the time, and not even look for them. They're always there. They always meet somebody interesting. Do you, when you're doing voice acting, do you ever say you have like a, an older person? Do you ever hunch when you're doing the voice, or do you do you know? always? I, I always jump into a physicality. I don't. And if some other if actor tells you that they don't, they're lying because 
I can hear uh, two different actors on an audio tape and tell you which one is becoming the character mm-hmm. physically. Okay. You can't, you can't help it. You have to. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not sure if I asked this already, but sci-fi and fantasy, have you read, is there stuff in there that's inspired your work? In that I, field, I've always been a sci-fi fan. I remember going to the original Star Wars when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and that was it. You know, lifetime of sci-fi loving after that. I was fascinated by it, mm-hmm. completely fascinated by it. And uh, to be able to have worked in a sci-fi uh, series and a, and a number of sci-fi shows uh, is a dream for me. I love when we do blue screen and green screen shoots, uh-huh. pretending that there's something there that isn't. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love it. So, did you do any of that when you saw Star Wars? Star Wars. Did you do any of the voices? Is there anyone you like doing? Or well, I did Yoda for um, oh, right. Star Wars Lego, the Yoda Chronicles, yeah. uh, the mini movie. So I was Yoda. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when you were a kid, was there? Any- oh yeah. Well, again, growing up, Yoda was one of them. You okay. Know? And I think that was the original time that I you know tried imitating him. And uh, you know, it ended up getting. I ended up getting a job out of it. So <laughs> it worked out pretty good. Okay, nice. Um, so, was there when you were young? Was there a tech device or superpower you wish you had? Superpower flying. Yeah. I, used, I still. I haven't had one for a while. There's a dream where I can fly. You know, kind of run real fast and then launch. Kind of like very Hulk, like mm-hmm. you know, running real fast and then launching. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, something about flying, I think, would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So as far as voice acting, um, what role does voice acting have? You know, in society. You know, what, what do you bring? You know, what what do you think you're imparting to an audience? I think it's from an actor's perspective. It's you can become. I love it because I can become a 94 year old Greek grandmother or you know an East Indian carpenter or uh, you know an Asian assassin. All through voice you're behind a microphone and once the animation the voice comes together you can become anything and anyone um, and then you know some people might uh, I don't like it when people play kind of a race card on it saying well if you're not of that ethnicity you can't do that voice I'm, I'm not really a purveyor of that I think you can do anything if it sounds that way as long as what you're saying is insulting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what makes something racist when you're insulting the intelligence or the position of the person you're imitating. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because an East Indian voice sounds like this, mm-hmm. I don't find it offensive that I'm doing it as long as I'm being sensitive to what's coming out of my mouth. Right. Are you a singer? I'm not. So not a singer. Oh, no? There's auditions sometimes where they say, you know, needs to sing. And I'm like, for no. 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 I've, attempt- I've had to do it before. Uh-huh. Uh, Rolf has the whole Christmas song about Yetchmayek, the, you know, <laughs> the kind of witch, Christmas witch lady that would come through the village. And yeah. so I had to sing this whole song. And so I've had to do it a few times, but I'm, I, I avoid the singing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good at it. Because huh. I would think a voice actor would also, would, you know, the voice control that you would also... Yeah. No. Okay. No. I mean, I can I can muddle my way through, but yeah. okay. I don't have that skill. Is there a big project you'd love to sink your teeth into that you haven't done yet? Uh, for voice or or whatever. I know that. Who knows? We may only be getting one or two more. But if I could get a role in a Star Wars film or say a uh, Game of Thrones, I know they're doing a prequel. Uh, I would love something like that. Those are shows that I I really love. Okay. And uh, if you had a choice uh do you prefer doing animation or video video game 
much any difference that uh, to I, that? I love the animation because I like the voices. I like doing voices. Uh, but being on set and you know the cameras are rolling and you know there is a quite a bit of pressure on, but you kind of block that all out and do your stuff mm-hmm. and connect with the other actors and you create something that's uh, kind of meaningful and. and it's real. Yeah. That there's a, a big sense of accomplishment when you do that. Okay. So where can people find you on the on the web? Uh, I have my own website, PeterKalamas.com, and it has links to, like, I have a comedy CD that's out that you can download on iTunes, Spotify, all the regular download sites. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's info on that on the site. But PeterKalamas.com is kind of uh, my info uh, hub. Okay. Um, any last words? Um, other than, you know, we're sitting here at a convention right now, and it's something I really love to do. I like going to cons. Uh, some people don't. They, other actors, I mean, they get uncomfortable or, or self-conscious. There, there's a lot of them that don't don't enjoy it. I, I'm the opposite. I, I love meeting new people and shaking hands and and uh, hanging out with fans. So, yeah, I, get, I get a big kick out of it. Do you have an, another con set up already? Your next one? I'm going to the UK at the end of August and uh, there's a possibility I'm doing Dragon Con but we're waiting okay. for a final word. I, I hope I do because it's one of my favorite ones to attend. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for speaking with me. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. One of the best ways in which you can provide feedback for this podcast is to rate me on iTunes. Uh, Please give me a good rating if you like this, or uh, feel free to give me a bad rating if you didn't, and I'll use that feedback to hopefully make this a better podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram under Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi, on Facebook under Chris Alvarez WLC, on YouTube under Chris Alvarez WLC, LC and on Twitter under Chris Alvarez WLC. You can also get more information on my website, chrisalvarez.com. Please remember my name, Chris, does not have an H, so it's C R I S A L V A R E Z.com. Thanks for listening and keep imagining the future.